Welcome to this episode of the We Travel There podcast. We're in Lagos, Nigeria with my new friend Sam Adilake of Travel with Sam Global. Sam is from Nigeria and loves the cultural diversity and hospitality of the city. In Nigeria, Lagos is considered the city of dreams. In this episode, Sam and I talk about the Badagri Black Heritage Museum, the Freedom Park on Lagos Island, and the Lake Conservation Center. You have these three amazing attractions, plus so much more. The show notes will be available at wetravelthere.com forward slash Lagos. Now let's get started. The We Travel There podcast helps you travel like a local by interviewing guests from around the world to uncover the hidden gems of their city by finding out the best things to do, eat, drink, and see from a local's point of view. Whether I'm traveling for business or pleasure, it's important to have clothes that make me look good and feel great. I wear Bluffworks jeans, slacks, dress shirts, and blazers because they're wrinkle-free and are designed for the modern traveler. And if they get dirty, a quick spin in the washing machine, and they're good as new. Go to wetravelthere.com forward slash bluffworks for a special offer and select from the latest styles so you can stay wrinkle-free when you travel. Hey, Sam. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Lee. Today, we're talking about Lagos, Nigeria. Unfortunately, in the U.S., a lot of people, they know of Nigeria from emails by Nigerian princes and things like that. But today, we're actually going to talk about Lagos and Nigeria so that we can get the real story of the country and the city. And that way, hopefully, you'll, you'll get a chance to come visit someday. So, Sam, what is your connection to Lagos and what keeps you there? I live in Lagos. I work in Lagos and I also bring in tourists to explore Lagos. So, Lagos for me is home. I wasn't born in Lagos, though. I was born in a city called Ileithe, somewhere in Oshun State, southwest Nigeria, but I moved my family to Lagos in 1990. So this is like my second decade, so to speak, in Lagos. So Lagos, Lagos is the city of dreams. Lagos is the commercial capital of Nigeria. It has close to 20 million people. It's a bustling city. 70% of Lagos is water. It's a city that's bustling with life. They, they, they call Lagos the city that never sleeps. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. I was doing a little research ahead of time. For the people that don't know exactly where Lagos and Nigeria are, where is Nigeria on the map of, of Africa, would you say? Okay, Nigeria is in the west of Africa. Okay. And then Lagos is right on the coast of the country, correct? That's correct. Southwest part of Nigeria, right on the coast. Okay. From what I've seen, there's a lot of things to do, not only in the city, but also just along the coast. And it seems like a wonderful place to visit. So let's talk about how we would actually get to Nigeria, say from the U.S. What would your recommendation be for that? Okay, it's simple. Right now, Nigeria just implemented a visa and arrival policy for tourists, for those coming on business and for those coming on leisure tourism. So you can simply go online to our immigration link and apply for your visa and arrival by simply posting your Details fill in the form, your data page, putting it, uploading it. And if you have an invite, probably the operator like us hosting you. We're also sending our letter of invites. You pay online and then within 24 to 48 hours, you get an approval and then you fly into Lagos. It, it's really not that difficult right now. Things have changed. Over time in the past, it used to be really difficult, but things have changed, especially for those who have legitimate grounds coming to the city. That's awesome. That, that makes it so much easier that way. If we're going to fly from the U.S., would we fly to Europe first and then make a connection down? Or are there direct flights? So Delta has a direct flight from Atlanta and from other cities. Virgin Atlantic 
Putin does the UK, the US, and Lagos. But I, I'm very certain about Delta. Delta has a direct flight. And I think South, is this Southwest or there's a new, there's an airline that just signed a deal with the Nigerian authorities for direct flight. So we have at least two airlines I'm aware that does a direct flight from the US to, to Nigeria. So some tourists do think that it's a very long flight because it could be as much as 17 to 18 hours if you're flying direct. So some do want to do the trip, do stop over in Europe or do Middle East Emirates. So it depends on, on the flow, but there are direct flights from the US to Nigeria. Yeah, that, that'd be a long flight in the economy. But if, you, <laughs> but if you're in business class or first class, you definitely want that long flight to be able to enjoy all the amenities. So say we, we fly in to Lagos. There's just the one major airport, correct? Yes, there's a major airport in Lagos. That's the Mursala Mohammed International Airport. So we have, we have an international airport in Lagos and we have a local airport in Lagos. So just one, actually, in Lagos. Okay. Once we fly into the international airport and then we want to go from the airport to the city, is there a taxi? Do we take an Uber? Do we rent a car? Is there public transportation? Like, what's the best way to get from the airport to the city? Okay, so we have various options. There's, there's Uber in Lagos. There's Bolt, Performance Taxify. And there are also other ride-sharing apps and services, ride-sharing services in Lagos. So aside that, if you don't want that, if you, if you want to explore and like be an adventurer, there are cabs, taxis waiting to pick you up at the airport, and they are safe. You know, but we do tell people especially because of the perception that's just just take take an Uber or take a boat, and you can also rent a car. So there's also at this at the airport as well, you can rent a car straight from the airport and drive to your destination. Lagos is safe. Lagos is safer than Joe Bob in South Africa, or safer than even some U.S. cities. So there's just this perception that oh, there's not there's no way. To, how do I get safety is where I'm going. So we have people telling us, oh, Sam, we need to provide us um, escorts and all that. Like, guys, you don't need this. Come on. Lagos is beautiful. <laughs> Everyone is warm and hospitable, you know, but then once they get that first welcome and escort from the city and they start expressing they want dates, they're like, oh, okay, really? Interesting. Everyone is cool here. You know, so there are a lot of options. Lagos is so free and so why for you to explore on how you want to move around. Oh, that's fantastic. Okay, so so we have different options getting from the airport to like the, the downtown or central area of the of Lagos. Are there certain areas that we should look to stay or there are there certain areas that we maybe we should avoid when we're looking for our hotel? Well, yes. For tourists, we do recommend you stay on the highland. So we have the Victoria Island, we have Ikoyi, we also have Lekki. And then we also have the central area, that is Ikeja. So Ikeja is close to the airport, and that's also where the government's reserved areas are. It's also where the, the governor's office and the seat of power are. And it's also very cool, cozy and calm. So we would recommend Ikeja or Victoria Island or Banana Island or Ikoyi and Leki. So those areas are, are fine for visitors to, to stay. And lots of hotels there. You know, I mean, sometimes we fall into the trap of finding a hotel that seems really cheap or <laughs> something like that. Are there any areas that we should avoid? Oh, well, I do think that one should avoid some of the really, really inner ghetto areas of Lagos. Places like Oshodi, Bariga, Ajegole. Those, those are places that one can avoid, at least as a first-time pistol and if you're going unaccompanied. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And then as we're going around, you know, obviously the listeners can tell that you speak excellent English, 
the people that we interact with as we're traveling around Lagos, do they speak English as well? Or is there going to be a language that we need to learn when we come to visit? Okay, English is the national language of Nigeria. It's the official language, so everyone speaks English. And those who do not speak fluent English, they do speak what we call pidgin English. So it's like a variant of English. It's a broken kind of English, so to speak. But everyone speaks. Even those that speak local languages, is Yoruba, you know, they still like pick the, the major words, English, go, come, hi, hello, can you help, water, car. So everyone speaks the basic. So you, you can never go wrong or be stranded with anyone in, in Lagos. Yeah, cool. That because I I think that's one of the things that that stops people from traveling internationally is that they worry about being able to communicate when they travel, right? And so I always love to be able to find countries where where people can can go and explore and something and find something new, but still have that comfort of knowing that they can re- kind of rely on on English as like their language that they can communicate with. Yeah, correct. Lagos is different. Lagos is a city of English, so to speak. Uh, fantastic. Okay. And so obviously it's a bustling city of 20 million people and credit cards are, are most likely accepted at, at most of the major businesses. But when we come there to visit, should we convert some of our US dollars into the local currency? So that way when we're doing tips or American dollars, are they okay to be used while we're there? Yes. It's, it's better to change dollars into Naira. So Naira is the local currency. It's, it's better because it's legal tender. And the Central Bank of Nigeria has um, specifically prohibited the spending of dollars as the legal tender. So it's advisable. In fact, once you arrive at the airport and you land, you see Bureau de Chain, Bureau de Change, BDCs, and also some black market, so to speak, operators asking you that we like to change your dollars. It's a local currency. But then we do, we do advise that go into a proper kiosk in the airport or at your hotel, and you get to change into the local currency because um, when giving tips, when paying the, the club guys, when buying, when shopping, it's it's better. People accept Naira. And of course, credit cards is also accepted as well. MasterCard, Visa card, American Express, and, and every, every kind of card. Okay, good. Yeah, with, in my experience, when you do the conversion at airports and those things, you're not getting as good of an exchange rate. You're probably better off going into, like, say, a local bank to get the best exchange rate, correct? Yeah. Uh, something that um, tourists should also note is that when you get to the, into the States, into Nigeria, and you start spending and you start using your cards, there's likely that your bank might want to block your card for a while because they'll be like, oh my God, this card is, you're spending money from a location, which is unusual. So just in case your card is not going through, you have to email your bank that, hey, I'm in Lagos. My card has not been hacked by any prince anywhere. I'm the one spending. <laughs> so I've had tourists who have, who have experienced such thing. They can't just stop working after they maybe paid and to pay some Uber rides across town, and they had to email their banks or block their cards that they find everything is fine and they are simply visiting Lagos. That, I mean, I think that's something that any traveler should do, whether they're traveling locally or traveling internationally. Let your bank know ahead of time, saying, "Hey, I'm going for these dates to this destination." make sure that my transactions are able to go through. So now that we're in the city, we kind of talked around as far as money and language and everything else. What are some of the major attractions we should visit when we're visiting Lagos? Okay. Lagos has close to 20 attractions, a lot of them around the city. The first place I think everyone that comes to Lagos should visit. I personally like to take people to the National Museum. 
which is in a place called Onikons in Lagos Island. Now, the National Museum has the best of the country's culture and the collections. It takes you on a journey across Nigeria because Nigeria has more than 250 tribes and ethnic nationalities. You know, even though we are divided into three major cultures and languages, that's Igbo, Hausa, and Yoruba, but the National Museum gives you an, an immersion into the country. And just right beside the National Museum is the Tafawa Balewa Square. So it's a massive, iconic center where the independence ceremony held in 1960, when the Queen of England came into Nigeria to hand over the country, so to speak, back to the leaders. So it's a very iconic place. National Museum is just beside, right beside the Tafawa Balewa Square, named after the very first Prime Minister of Nigeria, the late Alaji Tafawa Balewa. Also from there, we tell guests to visit a place called the National Theatre. It's a very beautiful and massive theatre that was built in the shape of a military face cap, a military cap, or a police cap, so to speak. It's a very, very massive facility in Igomo, a place called Igomo in Lagos. Also from there, we also go to the Nike Art Gallery. So Nike Art Gallery is the largest contemporary art gallery of indigenous works, African to Nigerian artistic works. They're like five floors of about 10,000 pieces of art, metal work, woodwork, paintings, and all that. People come from all over the world to visit, and they have an average of 200 to 300 visitors on a daily basis. Wow. I was reading about the, the Nikkei Art Gallery, and just coming from America, I thought that was Nike, and I'm like, oh, wow, Nike sponsored <laughs> an art gallery there. But I realized that it's actually Nikkei is the, the name of the owner, right? And mm-hmm. It's amazing that there's actually artists that actually kind of live there and are creating art pieces while they're on residence. So that's pretty amazing. Yeah, it is. It is. From there, we go to the Lekki Conservation Center. It's also within the Lekki area on uh, the island of Lagos, and it has the longest canopy walkway in Africa. It has 401, it's 401 meters long, and it's as high as 24 meters high up in the sky. So you are nestling with the palm trees in that urban jungle, so to speak. At the peak of that canopy walkway, on your right, you are having a vista and a view of the Lagos Lagoon, and on the left, you are seeing Lagos, the city. You know, so it's an experience with wildlife and habitat, and with animals in the natural habitat while in the city. You also visit the JJT Park in Ikeja. So it's called the Johnson, Jaconde, and Tinobu Park. That park was built as a monument to the three iconic governors that Lagos has had in the beginning when the state was created. And also from there, we moved to a place called Kalakuta Republic Museum. It's the resting place of the legendary Afrobeat king, Fela Anekula Bokuti. I don't know if you heard about the fact that um, Jay-Z at some point and Fela on Broadway, you know, they sponsored the show which celebrated the life of this legendary legendary African artists and um, his songs, Femi Kuti, Shion Kuti, have been nominated for Grammy Awards just because of their unique genre of music, which is Afrobeat. So their father was a legendary musician, activist, politician at some point, and he was one that created the global sound called Afrobeat. So you get to see his resting place, mausoleum, his house, his um, wardrobe, the saxophone, is unique style of living and all that. It's a place that people visit from across the world. And they, and they have, if, so if you come in September, 
usually have what we call the celebration, which is a celebration of his birthday, which culminates in the festival. So people come from all over the world to celebrate Fela with a week long of activities, performances, and you have people at the place called Fela Africa Shrine in Ikeja as well, not so far from his home called the Fela um, Republic Museum. And also, so I said Fela, another place to visit also is the Badagri Historical Slave Trade Town. It's on the edge of Lagos on the coast. So it's called Badagri Slave Town. It's, it's a place that pays homage the colonialists at the time used as a port for transporting slaves that were brought from the interlands by the kings, by the local kings and chiefs, and sold to the white colonialists which were shipped off to Europe and America at the time. So you, you get to go through the point of no return, the mirror, the plates, the spoons, and those items that were used to ex- that were given to the African chiefs and leaders at the time by the colonialists in exchange for events. You know, so many people that come there have that visual and experiential up close personal contact with the things that were done to the slaves, the chains that were that were used on them, the original chains, the pots where they were made to drink water from, the prison yards where they were put in very inhuman conditions and all that. So that place is, is an authentic slave port which shows and gives the Visto, a sober and an immersive experience to let them understand the crimes, so to speak, and why oftentimes the African community still ask for repatriation and all that. But it's it's a slip time that just pays homage to that colonial era. Now, from moving on from there, and that place called the Ekwe Fish Market as well, where you get to fish in the mornings with the with the local farmers going to the into the mangroves to experience the local local fishing adventure, so to speak. And then you get to wash the fish, fry the fish, barbecue the fish at the coast. And that place to visit Lagos. We're going to have to spend a whole month just to be able to experience <laughs> it all. I mean, there's there's so much there, both from a more like fun a, attractions and then also the historical perspective. And when you're talking about pedigree, to me, that seems like the African-American version of like Auschwitz, right? It's like something that, that happened in history that as sad as the, everything that happened, it's something that you have to go visit and you have to, to see it to be able to understand just how inhumane that whole process was. Yeah, correct. It's pretty amazing, you know, learning about all these attractions and everything. But I know also one of the things that people love when they travel, especially going to international countries, is experiencing some of the food that's available there. So I was doing some research and, and some of the things that seemed really amazing with just the way that it was described, like suya, Dodo, Puff Puffs. Let's talk about some of those things and let's talk about some of your favorite restaurants. So, in Lagos, the the plantain, which is um, the big banana and chopped and fried, is called the Dodo. Now, the Puff Puff, which is a staple street food, is also something which people that visit Lagos should experience. So, we have the Puff Puff, we have Samosa, we have Dodo, we have Jollof, we have Eba. We have Amala, we have Oha, Oha soup, we have Fufu, we have Semovita, we have Pounded Yam, we have Edikai Kor, we have, so th- th- these are local foods that are sold across board. And interestingly, Lagos, sometimes they do call, they, they do call Lagos a nomad's land because you have all the 250 ethnic tribal nationalities across Nigeria settled in Lagos. So people come from all over. So Lagos is like a dream city. People do say in the interland that, oh, I'm going to Lagos, city of dreams. 
I'm going to go and make it, so to speak, in Lagos. So you have people with different food options from across the country that you can't just sample everything in one visit. But really, those are the staples. The, the, the rice, the fried rice, the jollof, oha, tuwo, plantain, do, do, it's, it's a whole lot. It's a whole stretch. <laughs> Absolutely. I have to bring my stretchy pants when I come visit because uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> be eating all those delicious foods. <laughs> That's correct. What are some of your favorite restaurants or maybe places that people shouldn't miss when they when they come? I think everyone that comes to Lagos should visit a place called Buka Art and also a place called The Place. This is The Place. That place is, is the place where you get. And also uh, White House. White House in Yaba. It's a place where you have the lookout where you wash your hand and then you sit down, you roll your sleeves and dig in with your hand with the local food. Another place to also visit, so you have a place called Olaya. Olaya in Sri is the home of Amala. Amala is the local staple in Lagos, so to speak. And I think those, those are also nice. So these are local places to eat. We have the big restaurants. We have the KFCs. We have uh, Johnny Rockets. We have Domino's. We have, we have, we have the big names. We have Anz and Rene. And, and also of others that I can't remember. Cactus restaurants. We have, we have many nice restaurants in Lagos. Sure. I think that's one of those things that when you travel, especially to a place like Lagos, you want to make sure you, you're exploring and experiencing some of the local foods. But I know that for, for some of us Americans, you're there for, say, a week or something like that, right? Maybe by the fourth or fifth day, you're really like a little homesick. And maybe you want like something just, just to kind of be able to remember like home. And it's nice to know that some of those American options are there. But I think you'd really be missing out if you didn't spend your time eating and, and sampling some of the local foods because everything you just mentioned, those things you're not going to get here in the United States. You're not going to get them at when you're in the major downtown in like LA or, or New York or whatever. You spend 18 hours flying there. You got <laughs> you to make sure you try uh, those local foods. I agree. One of the things that I did see, I mean, it is more of an American thing. When I was looking, they said the Hard Rock, the Hard Rock Cafe is actually has a location there. And one of my buddies, he always collects like the shot glasses from all the Hard Rocks he visits. And yes, it's an American thing and everything like that. But what I was reading is, I guess the Hard Rock is actually more like a like a center for music there in Lagos, and like a lot of like really well known acts are performed there. Is that correct? That's correct. That's correct. It's a mix of music and also food and cocktails and mocktails and um, local food and continental food. You know, so it's it's a mix of both worlds. Almost every weekend at Adra Cafe in Lagos, you have performances by by various acts in the city. So you have open house, you have um, music albums, you have music listening parties. Adra Cafe is it's it's really classy and it's it's a place where you have that upscale feel of a local experience, so to speak. I even saw they have an outdoor deck with a pool. So like, if you're going to, if you're going to go hang out, bring your swim trunks and like, uh, go, go hop in the pool for a little bit. As a matter of fact, it's actually overlooking the Lagos Lagoon as well. So there's actually a beach, a beach front. Oh, nice. In front of the Android Cafe. Yeah. So, and there are cabanas where you can just, you know, step out and just have that sea view experience at the beach. So let's talk about a couple other things before we get into the final countdown. So if somebody wanted for like a, like a traditional Lagos, like breakfast or something like that, is there a restaurant we should go for that? Or is it mainly hit up the hotel? And then what should we eat for, for like a breakfast? Let me think about myself. 
what I will eat for a breakfast in Lagos. So, usually, breakfasts in Lagos are not as light as, as people will think, you know, because usually, if you travel abroad, you do toast or tea or you do an English breakfast. But in Lagos, you can, you can have rice, plantain, tea, omelettes, bread, beans, porridge, as yam porridge. Now, the hotel where you stay, definitely you have, you have a, a buffet breakfast. So you, you see these options. In, in Lagos, breakfast are usually filling because once you eat that breakfast, you're, you're probably not eating anything for the day. So it's like a, a day starter. They call it, sometimes they call our breakfast 6 to 6. Once you eat it by 6 a.m., it's until 6 p.m. Before you, <laughs> before, you, <laughs> before you eat again. And then uh, the last thing before the final countdown is I was reading about something called, a place called uh, Hans and, and Renee. Supposedly they have just amazing gelato. Correct. If you need something like in the afternoon for a little, a little snack or maybe after dinner, make sure you hit up Hans and Renee, right? Mm-hmm. Or Kiwi as well. Okay, cool. Now it's time for the final countdown. If somebody only had time for one meal in Lagos, where should they go and what should they eat? Go to Bogobiri and other <laughs> other jello fries and plantain and chicken. Yeah. With Zobo. Cold Zobo drink. Local drink. When you're talking about Lagos, obviously it's a bustling city with like 20 million people. Where's the happiest happy hour in town? The happiest happy hour happens at places like Quilox. Quilox, also Cubana, also um, Bay Lounge or Freedom Park, where you have live bands, music, and food, and people hanging around talking. So, yeah, so those locations. Yeah, those sound like a lot of fun. One of the things I always do whenever I travel is I check out the local pizza. Is there a, a great pizza in Lagos? Yeah, I think you should try the pizza at Cactus, the Cactus restaurant in Lagos, and also Debonia's. Yeah, just two. Perfect. Well, when I come, I'll be there for more than two days, so I'll be able to try both of them. <laughs> <laughs> like you said, that you are, are somebody that helps people travel to Nigeria and, and experience Lagos and, and the other cities. What's one of your best travel tips? Okay, my best travel tips. Number one, travel light. Personally, when I'm traveling, I don't like carrying too much when I'm leaving the house. Even though when I'm going back, I mean, I'm going, I'm, I'm, I'll be going back with a lot of stuff. But it's best to travel light so that you have enough space in your bags, in your, your luggage to collect things from the city where you're visiting. And the second is travel slowly. You know, we're always in the hurry to see so many things in the short period of time we have. But I do say that when you're exploring the city, hurry slowly, immerse yourself. Don't always want to take pictures all the time. After taking the picture or taking the video, just put up your phone and just be there. Experience the moment, immerse yourself, soak the, the experience, soak the moments. You don't always have to record the moment to enjoy it later. Why not enjoy it at that time? So for me, two things, travel light, because you move faster, you don't have baggages that you can move from one place to another. And then second, travel slowly. Absolutely. So many people sit there and they have their phones or recording and taking pictures and everything like that. Most likely they have thousands of pictures on their phone that they never go back and look at anyways. Create that picture in your mind and you can go back there at any moment and relive that memory in your mind. So Sam, I really appreciate you sharing all these tips about Lagos. 
I've learned a ton and Lagos and Nigeria definitely moving up my bucket list of places to come visit. <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit more about who you are, what you do? And then if people have questions about Lagos, what's the best way for them to reach you on social media? Okay. So I run a travel company called Travel with Sam Global. We are a boutique travel company. We help with visas, tours, flights, immigration advisory, and all that. So you can also check it out on Instagram at Travel with Sam Global. On Facebook at Travel with Sam Global. On Twitter at Travel with Sam Global. And also our website, travelwithsamglobal.com. So you can just send us a message and we'll respond ASAP. You can book your flights, book a complete package, help you with the tasty travel experience, right from the planning to execution and also ensuring that you get back safely to your location. Uh, that sounds fantastic. Definitely, uh, listeners, if you need help getting to Legos, Sam's your man. Thanks a lot for being on the show. I really appreciate everything that you shared about Legos, and we look forward to seeing you when we travel there. Thank you for having me. What an awesome conversation with Sam. You can find all the links we talked about at wetravelthere.com forward slash Legos. We want to say thank you to Bluffworks for being an affiliate partner of today's episode. Bluffworks offers many styles to fit your needs so that way you can stay wrinkle-free while traveling. Go to wetravelthere.com forward slash Bluffworks and use the promo code LEAD to save 10% off your order. Join us next time as we head to Indianapolis, Indiana to speak with my new friend Lynn Mettler of FamiliesFlyFree.com. Lynn and I talk about the Hinkle Fieldhouse where Hoosiers was filmed, the Indy 500, and the Soldiers and Sailors Monument. You'll be join us when we travel there. If you've enjoyed this podcast episode, please share it with your friends and tell them what you like most. Make sure you subscribe, that way you don't miss any of our coming destinations.